Welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. Please join us as we discuss what's happening in Harrison County, Indiana. Hey, Harrison County, I'm Elmer Ramos. And I'm Graylin Porter, and you're listening to the Blue Dot Podcast. Hello, Harrison County, and welcome to episode 41 of the Blue Dot. And I'm back just for a little bit again. Mm-hmm. Um, how's it going, Graylin? It's okay. It's <laughs> we survived. Great. We uh, survived. <laughs> you and I have, have had COVID at basically yeah. the same time. The, um, there's been a rampage through downtown Corden, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I feel like everyone got it. Like everyone in downtown Corden somehow I, got it. I mean, I know I live in like a bubble, but like literally everyone I know has it. Like it's <laughs> like everyone I know who's never had it has it right now, including myself. Um, I've had, I'm like, almost 10 days out. So I'm just now I'll be able to go places like today and tomorrow, but I don't even know if I feel like going anywhere. I still feel weird. Yeah. It's like the after effects have been kind of odd. Like, are, are you still tasting and, and smelling or, I, or did everything they... tastes like crap? <laughs> everything I eat and drink tastes terrible. Yeah. I, I had the, it's like, it's only one taste. Yeah. Like everything tastes the same to me and it's kind of getting. Well, and I did my, like I did a real test because I was like, I couldn't tell if it was getting better or not. So like last night I was like, okay, it's been like nine days. I'm going to make a margarita because I know what that tastes like. (laughs) And I know the same one I make every, you know, time. And Uh I was just like drinking it and I couldn't taste anything but sour with no taste at all. (laughs) That's you just set yourself up for disappointment. Essentially. Yeah, I was like, I don't even want <laughs> That's this. <so> crushing. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, exhausted. Like today, I got on the treadmill for the first time. Oh, and that was brutal. See, I've been it's wanting just, to get back into running, brutal. but it's like I, I, I don't have time to rest. And then on top of that, like the COVID just hit, and it's like a double wham. Like now, like mm-hmm. I got work. I got the kid yeah. i got covid it's like all these things piled up and just got it's gonna be okay that, so. it's gonna be okay but i also feel like very foggy like i i thought that people were like oh that's there's no way that's a real symptom but like literally i feel like i can't make decisions <laughs> that's how i feel every day yeah I know. <laughs> like every part of me is like wait a minute normal. is this normal or but <laughs> no i really do feel kind of like i don't know how to do anything but yeah. so that this is going to be a great podcast episode. It'll be <laughs> awesome. This is going to be a very uh, maybe. There's a lot of silences on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be joined by Glenn Ayers here in a few minutes, um, and we're talking about just a fantastic subject: uh, social media, oh Facebook in particular. It's 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 a good subject, actually. I, yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot. I'm to excited say about to talk this. about it. Yeah, and uh, I think it's not even. I don't know. We'll get deep into it, but just the idea of social media, it's not really a new thing. Like, it feels like no. we, we've been on the same, you know, media in general has been kind of the same purpose. It's just to like call people out and hide behind in some mm-hmm. weird way, you know? Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll dive deep on that. Um, yeah. Next. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into it. We'll take a quick break and then Glenn will join us. 
If you love getting local updates from the Blue Dot, consider making a donation by visiting bluedothc.com slash donate. Blue Dot is made up entirely of volunteers, and all donations go towards reaching out into the community and bring you the information you deserve. Any contributions will make a significant impact. Please visit bluedothc.com slash donate to make your contributions. Thank you so much. All right, now for our deep dive, we have our good friend, Glenn Ayers. Um, hey, Glenn. How's it going, Glenn? Hey, good morning. Yeah. Good morning, yeah. I know, it's so rare that we're recording in the mornings. I know, <laughs> and, and on a weekday, too. I'm, like, completely out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's not, it's not my, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, today we're going to be discussing social media and the, the effects that it has on the community. And uh, we recently uh, shut off the Blue Dot comments. We shut and off comments on like a regular, all our regular posts, like um, just our updates from meetings and that kind of thing. Yeah. And there, and there's pretty good reason that we'll dive deep into that. Um, mm -hmm. But we have Glenn here too, because he is, are you still doing your, your group, uh, like face-to-face -face talks and community stuff? I'm actually about to start, start them back up. I'm just trying to find time. Yeah. Yeah, I immediately yeah, thought I of you. Yeah, I immediately thought of you when we said we were going to talk about this because I know that you're, you know, very passionate about getting those conversations offline and in person with each other. Yeah. People say a lot online that they won't say face to face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a keyboard a little bit. Yeah. Yep. And I think that, you know, that's what today's conversation is going to be about. I mean, I think that's, uh, and it's something that I feel like it's, it's been happening for, you know, ever since the internet was around, you know, ever since the internet had happened and everybody, I can remember back to like the AOL days when you're like signing mm -hmm. up the chat rooms and like, you could be a whole different person behind the computer. And then in person, you know, when you meet these people in person, you're like, oh, you're that tough guy that was like threatening to kill me, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, so what happened basically was, you know, we, we started, um, the, the blue dot and, and, you know, I got off of Facebook in 2011, uh, was when I got off, um, personally. And, um, back when I started the blue dot in, in 2020, I was back on for my County council campaign and, you know, I, didn't want to use Facebook to grow this project. I really didn't. But it is, in our community, it is necessary to get information out. Would you two agree with that, that Facebook is necessary? A hundred percent. I think in, Facebook. And this community is like the biggest tool. My apologies. I didn't mean to post no, 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 you're good. Yeah, a hundred percent, I agree. I think Facebook is the way to communicate in Harrison County. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Glenn, you've got older kids. So as far as like communicating with, with school and sports and activities, like it's, you kind of have to be on there. Yeah. Especially in Harrison County, the, the Harrison County athletics or Corden athletics, they have a big presence on there. Good way to keep track of games and schedules and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And so in some ways I feel like we've kind of been held hostage by it where, you know, it, there's parts of life that if you're going to be a part of, you know, if you're not on Facebook, you do miss information, you know, that's disseminated that way. Um, but anyway, so, you know, uh, we we have a presence on Facebook 
on the blue dot, obviously. And, and, you know, our posts tend to get some traction. We've talked about it before a lot of the comments. And so we recently had a post um, covering the North Harrison school board meeting that discussed dress code. We talked about it on the show and the comments of that. And this was something really interesting was the comment section there went nuts, but where we had some really offensive stuff was on our Instagram account, which is unusual. We don't have a lot of comments oh, wow. on Instagram. Yeah. And so that's where that got kind of ugly. And that's what made me decide, you know, why don't we just turn the comments off? And I did some research that a lot of other news organizations have started doing this because, you know, and, and this is something I wanted to ask you too. Do you think it's, ever productive to get into a Facebook argument with somebody? I think if the person is willing, that's a double-edged sword. I think if they're, because I've actually become friends with people through the comment section in my post. Yeah. I've actually had posts that go, that people took offense to it, not realizing my personality, because people think I'm real serious at times, and they'll realize I will take a serious matter and joke about it. And Mm -hmm. one particular incident, I made a joke about Ben Carson and uh, <laughs> and yeah. I do not care for either one of those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was a joke, and and I'll say this as a black person, I, it was a joke I could get away with. Right. But actually, I had a white person very upset about it in my comment section, very mm. upset about it. And all I said to him was like, you have to understand my personality. Let's sit and talk about it. He actually came over to my house. Wow. We had a great conversation about it. Because he, he, he did not realize my social media personality it's not quite the same as my real personality if that makes sense like it is but he, he, he didn't realize that i was joking about a serious matter he thought i was running the people down so I, in a way it can be productive but a lot of the times if a person's so determined they're they're right it's a waste of time and there's it's got to the point where i know if certain there are certain people they comment in my post i won't even engage them because i know they're not i'm not going to change their mind at all what is it it is definitely, yeah. It's definitely really hard to to convey emotions when you're posting text, you know. Yeah. I mean, and you, you would have to follow everything up with an LOL after just to <laughs> let everybody know that you're joking, you know. But well, uh, and, I, and the key to what you said, Glenn, is that you were willing to have a face to face conversation as a follow up. You know, and, yeah, I and think, a lot of people won't do that. Yeah, and I think that that most people that's not even close to an option in their mind like that's they assume they're never going to see the person on the other side um and so yeah that that personality difference to me is so key for us here in harrison county because it's such a small community that you know these are people you're inevitably going to run into Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna you're gonna see these people in real life and so that makes it even weirder to me how vicious people can be because I'm going to see you. Yeah. It, 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 speaking of your comments, your post, the Harrison County page, particular, some of the comments you all was getting, it's like, is it, it, it was very, especially some of the stuff Sarah has gone through lately about the parks department. Yeah. Like, is it really that serious? And then to be so nasty and mm-hmm. to your point in this small community, the same stuff that they've been saying, it, it, it's kind of shocking, honestly. It is shocking. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, sorry, Elmer, um, that, that's why this recent incident with the dress code thing was so 
important to me because it was so shocking. It's, I mean, it was someone who's been on our show before that made these comments. And so that to me was just like, whoa, um, shocking. Yeah. yeah. Like the person that we thought they yeah. were are mm-hmm. completely for sure. Um, yeah. I actually got a text message from someone I know and they said that they got a phone call from some person who was, uh, yelling at them they're the the person that i got a text from is running for school board in lanesville mm-hmm. and i i got a text from them saying hey uh like somebody from blue dot texted me and was yelling at me but i'm like hold on like no. blue dot does not go after people blue dot is just uh informing people about what's happening in the community and so mm-hmm. i thought it was a little interesting that that there was this association with like somebody having a, a, a you know an argument or a discussion about a topic that we touch on on our mm-hmm. facebook and that we automatically became associated with like that 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 somebody was representing us or fighting arguing about it and i thought you know i think people have their own ideas they're free to do whatever they want to do and uh I, this person who was yelling at the candidate it was probably somebody who's really passionate about whatever it is but uh, yeah just just as a disclaimer uh i think you know blue dot is not in the business of like calling people out or, or like getting out the candidates about anything yeah well and and it's just such a waste of time it, it zaps so much energy and time to to be in those comments like that um you know, I just very good point. It's, yeah. That's something I had to learn myself because when I first got on Facebook, if you made a comment and like I was coming back, every right? Time. And then I have I have like a group of close friends, and I knew I could count to five; they was coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I've learned that it's better to just let the person say their piece. So you're not going to change their mind unless, like, again, there's certain people who are willing to talk, but most people they're so determined. You're not going to change your mind. Just let them say their piece and then keep it moving. I've really learned that myself. Yeah. Yeah. It is and a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've never engaged with the comments ourselves, like from the actual Blue Dot account. I've never, you know, engaged with any comments. I just post something and leave. But inevitably, if I get on, you know, I see the comments, read them, then, you know, you're down a rabbit hole and you've wasted, you know, <laughs> 20, true. 30 minutes. Very there's true. a there's a level of satisfaction too if it like it like especially when you're like arguing with someone and and i'm not saying that <laughs> that i enjoy this or anything but like people people find a satisfaction in like just going off on the comments and like getting out to you and trying to prove their point and so i it's also like a like a, a thing like like and something exciting that you know you're not gonna get it you know, no mm-hmm. one's face to face. So you're not going to like, nothing crazy is going to happen. You can hide behind your keyboard and go off and say your piece. And it's, uh, I don't know, like some people might just find pleasure in, in doing these kind of comments and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's kind of the ha-ha, I'm right. Yeah. My personality. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and, and so I don't know if it's ever productive. I mean, there, like you said, Glenn, there's like very few times then it can end well. But another thing about it is I, not only is it not productive in this situation in particular, I find that it makes things worse. It, yeah. it actually radicalizes people farther on both sides um, rather than coming into the middle. Yeah. 
I, I was just saying that was the kind of the main point I started the meetings for because I realized the comment section was doing nothing. And yeah. I realized it, the people who did come to the meetings, you've been to a couple of them. They, you know, they can have the same opinion, but when there's motions and you're face to face and you're not, haha, I said this, I can beat you up because you're face to face, you realize it does kind of help. There is, but they do come to a middle ground. But in the comment section, it, again, it's a waste of time. And then to your point, it does make people go either farther left or farther right because mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not liking what you're saying. And they're not even trying to understand why you're saying it. You just, you just want to be in their arguments for each other. Mm-hmm. And then the anger and emotion kick in. Yeah. And, 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 you know, cancel culture, I have, you know, Elmer, you have that here in the outline and, mm-hmm. and that this situation kind of ended in, in kind of that kind of sentiment by the people on one side, um, you know, like, oh, I'm never doing, you know, never supporting blah, blah, blah again. And I, I just think I have a lot of mixed feelings on that, but, but it's also, if the comment section hadn't like if we had had comments turned off this whole thing could have been avoided like the person that commented had their thoughts but wouldn't have had the opportunity to you know in that moment of no self-control like Mm -hmm. you know when the emotions are high like and so it's just the 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 opportunity being taken away i think is helpful but but you know what are your guys thoughts on like as far as uh, canceling somebody for what they say on social media, like should they be held accountable wherever they go for every single thing they post, even in the comments? Like, what do you think about that? Go ahead, Glenn, if you have something. <laughs> this is something we actually had a meeting about and something as a fan of music, for example. I can't stand to Ted music as a person, but I like his music. And that's something I've kind of trained myself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just, just because somebody, especially if somebody said something in the past, because I, I, if you look up stuff I said in my twenties, I'm Louis Farrakhan price. You know, what I'm saying I'm, yeah. I've said pretty radical stuff in my twenties and not been the great unifier that I try to be now. So I don't mm-hmm. think you punish people, especially a business. And I've actually, I have two, two of my closest friends own business and courted themselves, and they're African American. So I'm like, they're on social media too. I'm like, you all have to be careful because all it takes is somebody like not liking one thing you said and then they're running especially in court and they're running your business down and you're, you're taking your business away so i try even in that situation you talk about we go to that place frequently and even though i didn't like what the individual said it didn't stop me we actually went there last night so i i try to disassociate what people say especially if they say it in anger than their actual business or yeah. whatever they're doing yeah, I, I, that's something I've kind of trained myself to do. Because so much things are said in the past, or in anger or in frustration. That now I think I have a history of doing stuff like that. Okay, but mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think somebody should be punished for a one-time event. Yeah. One well, again, we're all human, so we're all like in a moment of like you know desperation or being really upset and emotional. You know, we'll we'll write a comment or go go nuts on it, um, and then you delete it. Um, but the damage is kind of already done, you know, like you, you, if, mm-hmm. if people really interacted with that comment, um, and there was a big discussion, even if you deleted it, like the community saw it, the community 
was part of that discussion and you're associated, especially if you're a business, you were already associated with that. And yeah, I, I think it's as a business owner, I, I would be terrified to be making comments and uh, on things like that because, you know, I know how I feel and maybe people know how I feel about certain things, but I, I'm not interested in having a conversation online about it because uh, right. I, I need to uh, run my business and like, take care of things. So I, I think as a business owner, you maybe it's not the smartest decision to start interacting in social media that way. Mm-hmm. Or, or or if you want to, and you go got to go hard on it, that like, you know, then you got to be ready for all the repercussions that are going to come your way because of that. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that, that, that's something like I said, I told my, like to my two close friends, most of my cousin, if you do say something, you do have to kind of be ready to back up what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's just such a hard thing to think about. And it, it it just confuses me because the people I see in real life are not the same as the people I see on Facebook. They're just not the same people. And so I always wonder who is the real version? That's that's something I think about a lot. And if there is even, a, you know, a real like if that is even a fair question. But I think, OK, I know this person. I know them in real life. I know what they're like online. Which one is the real one? Is what I always kind of wonder. The online personality is a small section of who they really are. And I think people have forget that people will take your online post and and think, oh, he's he's 100% that way, or she's 100% that way, and don't realize it's just a small segment of your personality. And, yeah. and that's something I always tell people about me. I was like, please do not judge me off my Facebook post, because I say from jokes to this and that, and I've even challenged people. I was like, okay, if you feel this way about me, come to my house. Come mm-hmm. do this with me. Come to the Super Bowl party. We have big cookouts. It's like, come to one of our cookouts. It's like, you realize I'm more about, I, matter of fact, the political stuff I post, Certain events, I don't even care about it at that time because we're having a good time. You know, I look beyond that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you, to your question, I, I think they're they are both. You know, people are the, the 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 facade they are in person, and you know, just because we have these societal norms that you have to act a certain way, and then there's the online personality, which is like you know part of also who they are and what they believe in. You know, I mean, there's no like accountability well there is i guess but um <laughs> when you're online like no one's gonna say you know like the the delay in like somebody holding you accountable for something you said it's like part of like the whole like i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> but yeah, like, okay. th- there's a delay in common you know like like you post something and then maybe somebody will react to it later but um when it's face to face you say something and somebody's going to call you out on it immediately and i think there's like that that's a, something that affects like the the whole personality thing the whole mm-hmm. culture of like hiding behind your your yeah laptop yeah. And, you know, as far as it being a segment of your personality, yeah, I totally agree with that. And also it's a segment of life. I think one thing that is very easy to kind of forget is that not everyone's on Facebook. Um, there's a lot of people that aren't even on there. And and you think, oh, if this is going on on Facebook, it's going on in life. And it's like, no, <laughs> Well, you know, if they're not on Facebook, they're on the live wire. To your comment, you said that you, you would refuse to pay for Facebook for anything. Um, 
Yeah. What are you, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, I made the decision to never ever give Facebook another dime. Um, maybe a year or two ago or whenever I decided to quit buying ads. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause I do think that it's not good for the world and the people that run it are not great. And where does the money go? Like, it's like a, a deep abyss. It's like you're throwing mm -hmm. money in a well, like, and you're hoping that something it goes to Zuckerberg's pocket. <laughs> like it's, it's, I don't know, like the measures that are used, like really, like they can tell me that a thousand people saw my ad, but there's really no concrete evidence that a thousand people saw my ad. Right. It's just like numbers on the screen. Glenn, would you pay to use Facebook if no, they ever did no. that? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, ma'am. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That's something no I always find interesting to ask somebody like, and, and I mean, 99% of people are like, no, hell no. <laughs> um, and so it just makes me wonder, like, it's almost as if we're just beholden to this, this platform. Like if, if they told me I had to pay, no, of course I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and it's like, well then, you know, like, I, I just think they they know what they have. They have people that have to use it, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 in to get information in some ways you have to use it in these communities. <laughs> and so it it to me it's like the the cartoon version of an evil corporation. You know, it's just so a caricature of itself. Um that yeah, I just can't support it well, with my money. All these all these big companies, I mean, even Amazon and all these big companies, I mean, you, you almost grow dependent on them mm -hmm. in some weird ways, oh, even totally. though you want to like not, you know, as it is so convenient to just go to Amazon and, and have it shipped and you get free shipping if you go beyond 20, but $25 or whatever. And so mm -hmm. it, it's like you, you, you don't want to do it. I, I don't want to be on Facebook, but it's like the only way to get a message out there. And especially if you're a business or a candidate, I mean, like midterms are coming up in nine weeks or so. And you have candidates that are spending, you know, money to, to get their message out there. And yeah. On top of that, all the hurdles that you have to go through to, to uh, like confirm your identity, to uh, you have to create disclaimers. Like there's oh, so many God. layers to yeah. getting advertisement out through Facebook, and I understand it's a safety issue, and like there was a, a controversy over like Russia hacking into the system and and putting ads and blah blah blah. Um, so, it, but it's it's just like a, a very messy system, and, and it's just like does it we don't really know if it works. Like we don't really know if those are people are really going to be looking at this or not. And well, and, I mean, yeah. I'll ask, I'll ask Glenn, like Glenn, you know, you're a politically engaged person. Like when you see a political ad on Facebook, does it do anything for you? <laughs> well, most people's minds are already made up. So in my opinion, but I will kind of hype you all up. A lot of stuff that went on the County. I have no clue about to you all facebook presence no clue. thank you thank you because the people who control the county they they're not saying nothing like the meetings and all that stuff i had no i mean i, I, I lived in court in half my life you know grew up here as a kid came back when i was a kid you didn't we didn't know anything like that i had no clue mm -hmm. what went on so, so yeah. between your podcast and your actual the post you all put up you're the only group that's doing it i made the joke i was like you got blue dot where's the red sea at the republic <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I was like, they never, yeah. they ain't putting anything out. And, I, and no. I, I'm friends with uh, Steve Pro, Nelson Steve Pro. And I've noticed 
he puts out a little bit of stuff now, but it's mm-hmm. almost like a response to what you all was already doing. That's so hilarious. Point, in a way, it's it's helpful if the right people do it. But if I see, and to your point about radical, radical, I've seen a post one time about, I can't remember who the candidate is, but she's talking about counseling CRT. That's like what she's um, running. I'm like, I was like, yeah, you just, I wasn't going to vote for you anyway, but you definitely just, I mean, yeah. but it, it could probably inspire a lot of people, a lot of people who only use Facebook and don't use any other source for the, for their information. She probably got a lot of people all worked up or inspired mm-hmm. by that. Cause that's what her, mm-hmm. that was her first line. I'm going to cancel, make sure CRT isn't in the school in Indiana. So, yeah. Well, so that's another thing I've seen, you know, and we don't have to talk about school board, but, but, you know, a lot of the school board candidates are are doing that here in the County and, yep, you know, too, yeah. and it's just, it's so ludicrous. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I, I can't even believe they're, I, I just can't even believe they're actually going there. It's so crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where I've landed is like, okay, we don't like this thing. We think it's mainly, you know, um, unproductive, but there is a way to kind of work within it that, that is good. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think that if you look at Facebook as a way to just drop info, mm-hmm. then, then that is really the way to kind of harness it. And then, you know, you have your community of people you love and trust that you can communicate with on there. That's good. That, that's very, that's good. How it should be used. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the whole purpose of it, and I think that the way ch- for us to choose to turn off comments, it's really, it, it's all about sharing the information. Like mm-hmm. you do with it what you want. I exactly. Mean, we, the blue dot is not like trying to convince anybody of anything. I think we're just trying to share information that's happening in your community that's exactly that's what i tell everybody every time they're like oh well i saw this in the blue dot. i'm like we we don't make those decisions we're sharing what decisions are being made for your community like that's that's the difference mm-hmm. that's very true for you all and this might sound like a plug for you all being a liberal platform you all just basically just put the facts out and yeah how people react to them it, it's almost amusing it's only Oh, they see the blue and they don't instantly want to start arguing with you all. Yes, that's exactly like no matter what, no matter how hard I try to just regurgitate exactly what was said and done at a meeting, no matter what, in the comment section, we're always going to get people that just argue back when we didn't even (laughs) argue anything. There wasn't even an argument made. It was clearly just this happened. That's it. It's just accountability. And I think people have a hard time like, yeah. being held accountable. Um, and so, yeah, you know, the I think the comments have been off for two weeks now and it's been glorious. <laughs> like it's been absolutely incredible. Of course, there hasn't been anything going on either. There's been yeah. nothing. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens when um, we actually get something, um, maybe some news on the playgrounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and and going back to your comment, Glenn, that you said where where's the Red Sea at? I mean, that if you follow their page, like the the stuff they post is so it's cartoons. Like you are represent a party that represents the community, and you're just posting political cartoons like that. That just doesn't yeah. say <laughs> a lot about you, you know. Like that this is this is what you're representing, and it's it's kind of 
It's disrespectful. It's, it's sad disrespectful. That this is how you feel about your community. I mean, yeah. tell us the truth. Tell us exactly your opinion. What's your side of the story? I mean, that's what people want to hear. We don't want to hear some like snarky, silly cartoon that's making fun of, you know, the president. Like we don't, who cares? Like this is about the community. Like community exactly. wants to know what's happening. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then and when I, I was meeting, I was trying to pull in. I even reached out to a couple council members and try to pull in and say, okay, I want to hear your side also. Because what kind of made me slow down, the meetings, my meetings were becoming very left side. Most people showing up were liberal, were open mm -hmm. to talk. And it's like, okay, I want to your point, I what you said about the ads. I want to see more than just a, a, a dig against Biden or something mm -hmm. hyping up Trump. Right. So, we care about that, but we also care about the playgrounds and I've, I've said the drug problem around here, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, we'll just keep, we'll keep, keep trying to work within it the best we can. I mean, that's all we can do. Um, well, I, I put this, this quote here from the Obamas. Just remember guys, you uh -huh. two, when, when they go low, uh, we go high. I don't know if I, <laughs> I, I can't, I don't know about that. I, uh, my, my, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, mm, I'm not going to go high. I'm just going to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just going to stay. That. I've learned that. Over yeah. Time. Yeah. It helps yeah. my most out. <laughs> I'm trying to go low tip for tap for people. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that in the long run in a small town, it, yeah. Going low is never going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> Because you might, to your point, see that person. Or, yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly. that's exactly where I always come back to is like, I'm going to see you at the JC. <laughs> like, yeah. what, do you, what do you want me yeah. to do? I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> um, yeah. my, uh, my neighbor behind me has said just vicious things about me online. But then when I uh -huh. see him, he's like, he's friendly. Hey. Hi, so, how are you? <laughs> Oh, I love it. And so I just keep acting like he's never said it because, yeah. you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. um, if I go to JC, I'm just, I'm wearing sunglasses and my hat's like real low so that uh, no one recognizes me and I go into JC and run out. Yeah. That's, that's or you can role. always just keep wearing a mask. I mean, you've got that option. Actually, though. you know, I've done that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks for joining us, Glenn. No, no problem. I, I love being on. Yeah, Anytime. we love having you on. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this was productive or not, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, sure. Good times. Yeah. Good time. um, well, you have a good weekend. You too. Yeah, have a good weekend. Later. Right. Thank you, Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. As far as a recommendation goes, I was trying to think about it and I have such COVID <laughs> brain still. Um, I watched season three of Never Have I Ever on Netflix while I had COVID and that was really good. I didn't like season two as much as season one and then now season three was back 
like season one. So, so I was glad. Why do you like this show? I, I'm curious. I think it's really funny. Okay. Have you watched it? I've watched parts of it. I don't really like the show. And yeah. one of the things that really throws me off is the whole male voice, like consciousness. John McEnroe, see, I love that about it's it. It's weird to me out. It's like I, I, every time I, I, you know, like if a man is watching it and I'm like mm-hmm. just walking by, um, like the voice reminds me of Pinocchio's like uh, Jiminy Cricket, where like it says wow. his conscious and like yeah. his conscious is like constantly talking about how he feels. And, and I don't know. It's just like having it is, a male yeah. voice for represent a, fe- a, mm-hmm. a young female. Like mm-hmm. it's just all kinds of weird to yeah. me. Yeah. So if you know. haven't seen it, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a teen rom-com show. It's Mindy Kaling's show on Netflix. And the main character is a teenage girl. And she's like the voice in her head is John McEnroe. And, and it's just really, it's, I, I love that about it, but I think, yeah, it could, I, whenever I do watch it, I know that it's grating. Like it's very grating. It's kind of irritating. I mean, it's funny. I think it's funny, yeah. but it's also weird. Like from a cultural, like well, especially all the things that are happening in the world now. It's like having a man represent the consciousness of a little girl. Well, I, he's, I just, he's supposed to be so angry. Like he was very angry. Like he would always break his tennis rackets and stuff. Uh-oh. And so, like, it's. I think it's supposed to be that she's kind of a real like hothead. Uh, okay. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But but. I love it because I feel like it's the only show I've watched that that kind of and I don't have teenagers and I'm not a teenager myself right now, (laughs) but it seems to represent teenagers right now in a very realistic way. Like they're on their phones, but the phones aren't like corrupting them horribly. They're not Mm -hmm. totally depressed because of their phones, but they aren't, you know, they're just having normal problems like, and the phones are there, but it's not all about technology corrupting our children. And, you know, they just seem to act. It's just part of the culture. Yeah. And I just, I think it, and then it's just really cute love stories. Like it's a good love triangle. (laughs) <laughs> and I like both of the guys and I want her to end up with both Paxton and Ben. And so it's like, I keep going back and forth between which one I like. Does Amanda know which one she likes? Oh, you know, I haven't actually. I'll have to, to ask her if she's team Paxton or team Ben. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's all good. I have. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I, you know, I, I've been pretty crazy busy, but somehow I managed to squeeze in like two shows. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I've watched uh, Sandman on Netflix oh, and I... Mo. And Mo. Uh, have, have you, have you? I've never even heard of Mo. Okay. So Mo, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about that one. Cause Sandman is just like entertainment really. Like, yeah. Know, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Mo, I, I thought that was like a really nice representation and like, it wasn't like done up in a way that like made it seem like, uh, like a perfect, you know, like when, when you hear a story, it's like all the best things that, that can happen to this character and yeah. like nice life or, or like everything seemed very natural. Like all the, the stories, like, like this could happen to anybody or this, mm-hmm. this is happening, but it talks about, you know, like becoming like a, a citizen in the U S um, it's, it follows the story of Mo who is a packet, uh, Palestinian mm-hmm. and he's trying to get asylum him and his family and he's dating a Mexican he lives in Texas 
He's his girlfriend's Mexican and he learned Spanish. So he has, he speaks three wow. languages and all that. Um, and it just kind of follows him around and, and like he gets fired because ISIS doing raids on businesses and stuff. So he has to find a way to still take care of his family. So hmm. he, he like starts selling things out of his trunk, the trunk of his car, selling like bootleg watches and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's, it just talks about like a hustle lifestyle mm -hmm. and like how he also gets in trouble because of it then he gets a real job and then he somehow ends up in mexico and that's how the season ends mm. um but i don't know it's just uh everything about this it wasn't done up it was like it's yeah. very real like like yeah. anyone who who is an outsider would, well, and it like, doesn't could... seem like a story that's often told yeah yeah and i i don't know i just thought everything about it and like fam you know families like real family things to happen based on political decisions. Yeah. Like his dad was killed because of what was happening in Palestine. Um, and, and, and uh, so it talks a little bit about the history and all that, but yeah, it's a, I just thought it was like a really interesting show. Like it's I, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called mm -hmm. Bo. Yeah. Cool. I but, might watch that. Uh, I wanted to go a little bit, uh, on a rant here i got okay, two things I'm ready, two more I'm ready. things you ready? ready i'm ready so my my rebuke my rebuttal for uh the comments made on episode 39 oh, about no. how i like mm -hmm. topo chico okay <laughs> not true just saying um topo chico is not my favorite really i thought that was alex's favorite <laughs> Well, you know, we we apologize wholeheartedly for getting well, it wrong. On top of that, you said classic picnic, like that. That's what I okay. would be doing with my Tobo Chico. Well, what? first of all, I did not say that. <laughs> Alex said that, and you brought Tapo Chico to an event. And I did. Alex's house and so <laughs> that is where we were getting that well clearly this, this it was off my, the cuff <laughs> uh, my impression was I know Alex likes seltzers so I'm gonna get a really nice seltzer and you know I, mean, I just I was like well Topo Chico's pretty nice so I'll bring it the, is the, the nicest, nicest. <laughs> it is the nicest so I, I can see the misunderstanding of like yeah. that Elmer's like bougie with his seltzer that's but... immediately where we went you know <laughs> I mean that's immediately where I went I was like wow okay like you're yeah. coming with with it with the Tapu Chico classic picnic Elmer classic <laughs> but... pic with a picnic basket I mean that's all Alex that's not me uh, it was great I I was dying cracking up when I heard okay. you guys talk about that but um yeah I would say my favorite is actually the cheap Kroger or JC really brand. yeah it's really? Uh, the lemon lime wow and my go to whoa yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. do you just think you think it's just drinkable uh. I don't know. Like I could, I could have a whole case of it. Yeah, that's exactly like, it. Yeah, you yeah. could just down it without even thinking anything about yeah. it. Okay. Yep. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just, just so I've, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, I'm still firm in my picks that Aha is the best. Really? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I haven't tried Aha, so I'll have to it's do good. a test myself. It's very yeah. good. Yep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but then I have 
uh, another recommendation, and this is mainly for any candidates that are running right now and are planning to maybe do some mailers and stuff like that, um, and maybe don't really know the best approach. Um, mm. I, I've been getting a lot of questions since I design mailers and stuff for for people um, about you know what how to go about this, and uh, there's two options uh, for mailers. Uh, you can do every door direct mail. Um, and what that means is you can essentially send it to every single house on a route. So mm. you can, you pick a route in your area, um, that you want to send out your message to. And that these, this is the cheapest way to send out mailers because they don't have to be addressed. The mail carrier, all he does is put to one in every single mail mailbox in his route. Wow. Um, and but the only issue you might run into is that uh, postal routes are not like the same as uh, like political. What do you call oh it? yeah, like political sections. Who would, so, yeah, who would you want to send? Yeah, but yeah, I so mean, you have to be. If I'm just going to put on my dim chair hat for a second, mm -hmm. I mean, you shouldn't be. If you're a candidate out there, I think it's very, very unwise to just focus on a certain kind of voter. Mm -hmm. You should be trying to touch everybody. Yeah. Well, you can also do that. You can just pick yeah. all the routes that you want to yeah. send to. And, and so as long I, as you print yeah. enough of that. Um, but I, and we'll, I'll share this with Grayland so we can put it on the show notes. There is a postal route map on the USPS website where mm -hmm. you can look up, you know, whatever uh, route in your area um, that you want to target. And you can just, you know, you get your bundle printed by mm -hmm. the print shop and uh sometimes you need a license to mail these out but if you're working with a print shop 99 of the time they have the license and they'll take care of it for you all you have to do is print the the right amount per you know for yeah. the route and and they'll take care of the rest for you essentially you just need to have them bundled and give you know the mail carrier will give it to or the the boss at the USPS plays will mm -hmm. give it yeah, to the yeah. mail carrier, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping not no. trying to confuse anybody because this is a lot of information. No, it's good information. It's yeah. information I should already know, but I don't. And then the, the only, also the only thing with, with this kind of mailing is that you have, it has to be larger than six and an eighth by 10 and a half. So this uh, is mainly for big mailers. Yeah. Um, it can't be smaller than that. Um, and yeah, you have to deliver to the entire route. Um, gotcha. But then gotcha. the other option, which is the most popular one, but it's also pricey. Um, like people go go to this option because you you can send an email like a, a mailing list. So mm -hmm. if you have Act Blue, you can download all the people that donated prior yeah. years, and you have all their addresses. So you mail it to them, and you would be using marketing mail for that. Um, but this is a little bit more costly and you know you're targeting people who are already kind of supporting you right um so it, it's a good way to just kind of send a reminder and, and to mm -hmm. people that already are in you know either voting democrat or yeah in that kind of role but um i i don't know i have since i worked in the post office i have like mixed yeah. feelings about both yeah because um, <laughs> as a carrier i whenever i would get like the every door mail then it's like an additional bundle you have your letters you have your like magazines on the bag and then you have an extra bundle that you mm -hmm. have to carry to 
put in every single mailbox. That gets yeah. a little tiring. It's a lot of work. Whereas, and then you have all the packages. Yeah, on top of that. Yep, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I look at our mailman every day, and I'm just like, wow. So did I ever tell you the story that the first time I ever met you, I was delivering a package to your house? No. Yeah. <laughs> so I was delivering mail on Ridley Street and I come up to your house and I was putting the letters in your mailbox. You, no, no. Was you opened the door the front porch? and you, you peeked out oh, okay. and you gave me a letter to that was outgoing. And you took the mail and you, sh and you shut the door really fast. What? It was like the funniest like interaction. you like, thank you. And you just, <laughs> you just open and shut the door. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, this yeah, would have been was, when you I mean, just I, moved I, back. I got the job as soon as I moved back. I guarantee I, I would bet a hundred dollars. Yeah, Simon bet. was sleeping. <laughs> right inside there and i was like gotta get that out or oh, i'm gonna man. wake the so baby because that's that yeah. would have been when he was like a yeah, little baby interesting so yeah, yeah i delivered i delivered yeah. it recorded. wow that's hilarious <laughs> that is hilarious that well my favorite thing to do is to sit on our front porch like on a computer and when they bring the mail, just go, hi, because yeah. they don't see me sitting over there and yeah. it scares the crap out of them. But anyway, um, but okay, yeah, well, that's great know to I know. Did. I mean, and we uh, we have a lot of people and, that listen. That I, can, will, you know, you know. I don't know if I made justice on yeah. like explaining it, but um, if you have any questions, just shoot me an we'll email get in touch and if you, I'll be happy yeah. to help anybody with yeah. whatever questions they have about it. Awesome. But yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. All right, cool. All righty. Well, I think we're good. Hopefully uh, next time you're on, you'll be, we'll be fully recovered no, I from, feel like I I'm, mean, you are fully I recovered. I don't know but... if it's just working, overworking myself or COVID residue. <laughs> yeah. We'll, well see. Well, time will tell. <laughs> All right. Okay. Later, guys. Bye.